Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hi. We got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. I am your god. You will take the gift. Okay. Yeah. And no, thank you. Uh, now we've also got Joey D's on the board. Do we, do we want the gift? I don't know if no, we want it. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, you know, on good. today's show, we will be talking television. Maybe I'll get into some video game news. And then, of course, the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky. How can people get a hold of us? Through our website, of course. Yeah. com. And uh, if you want to send us a message or any of that, you can do so. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, you can also review us on iTunes. Just search for BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Yes. Uh, let's what? start off by, first off, directing people towards our Facebook page. Because just in, wow, like six days, yeah. you guys are going to be board gaming your butts off. I got my costume. You, oh, yeah. Because the Gauntlet Cirque is going to have a circus theme. Are you going to be a ringleader? Yes, I am. Nice. That's awesome. It was really hard to find a ringleader costume with pants. Oh, that's (laughs) also not so fun, probably. So I had to buy the jacket and find pants myself. Okay. Which I may or may not wear. I might not. I might end up doing that, actually. I haven't decided yet. Depends how hot that day is. Vicky sans pants. I am trying, as a good captain does, get us those bonus points for the competition. Because if we, you know, they do stuff for costumes. And if uh, we get more money raised, we get more bonus points. So please. Donate, yeah, we need those power-ups. Absolutely need those power-ups. Most ringleaders have a hat, right? I have a hat. Do you have a pirate hat or is it a normal hat? I have have both. They're both in storage. I have to go find them. (laughs) (laughs) I have a whole thing of costumes in storage. And so, uh, as we talked about with Lila on a previous episode, this is going to be happening on the 19th of May. Uh, You can find all the information about it on our webpage. Uh, Also, if you want to watch it, you can do so. If you're not in uh, in the area or you can't make it out, to the Mox Boarding House in Bellevue. Twitch.tv slash Card Kingdom will be having it all on your little screen, your big screen, whichever way you want to watch it. Uh, let's talk some television. TV time! Um, BJ, I don't know if I want to ask you about this because I already know that you weren't too happy with what happened. No. Into the Badlands had their series finale, which didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, the trouble is is that it was a season finale, even though it was basically the series finale. But they treated it like a season finale, which, again, disappointed. AMC, usually you do better than this, and I don't know. Uh, this is this is when business and art really sometimes have miscommunications, and the fans suffer. Uh, you know, I really thought everybody was on board. Like we all know, this is the last season. Mm-hmm. Turns out, whoever the creators were and the writers and all that did not know this because the really? way they ended this was not a series finale, not by a long shot. You can't even convince me that this was a series finale ending because the star who they've been hinting at the entire time actually was a chosen one he did absolutely nothing to show off his chosen power to the very 
very end of the episode. And it was only because he's healing himself. And we didn't know that to the last couple of minutes of the episode that, oh, he's not dead. We're, we're led to believe he's dead. I'm waiting for him to use his gift. He never got the gift. And I'm just like, oh, this is ridiculous. I mean, and then I realized... Oh, there's a flashback. Well, not a flashback, but he goes to a special realm where it basically is a force ghost master. Oh, okay, sure. Star Wars is not this show, but it could be. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, oh, there's an evil coming, and it's worse than what you've just faced. Okay, that's interesting since the the series is over. Why wouldn't this be the biggest, worst thing you've faced and they live happily ever after with this kid? Oh, so they're leaving it open for more interpretation. And then the show ends with a lame-ass character that we don't give a crap about who basically is almost a throwaway guy. So that was the last scene we see is this stupid throwaway guy unearth a gun, and if you don't, if you know anything about Into the Badlands, guns have never been part of this show. They've been outlawed yeah, and banned, and people yeah. don't know how to have them. Well, he finds a gun, shoots the gun. That's how the series ends, and it totally looks like they're trying to set up for another season, as opposed to. Make the pilgrim guy, who was the guy who wanted to be the god, your big bad guy. You vanquish him. You don't leave your star character maybe dead or not dead. And the only, even if, like, they basically say, you're coming back to life to fight an evil even greater than you faced before. What could that be? Then the kid picks up a gun. And I'm just like, okay, this looks like this was a season finale. And not, like, they wrapped up the season and the story arc. But really... I almost, here's what I believe. I believe they had this shot and finished and done, and it basically got canceled. And then AMC said, well, we'll give you the last episodes. Because this is even considered the last part of season three, yeah. which was last year, as opposed to can call this like a season four. That's interesting. I'm very angry at AMC. I'm glad they gave us the last episodes, but they didn't. I, you know, I didn't. Not that I read a lot, but it was like maybe this was revealed in some articles I didn't want spoiled or whatever. But this is disappointing. I mean, that's the worst thing that they could do, honestly, in my opinion. I'd rather have the show be canceled than get a cliffhanger. You yeah, know, it's a massive it's like, oh, cliffhanger. Gosh. It was like what they did with Farscape in season three. It was a massive cliffhanger, which they finally did resolve. That's what I was about to ask. Do you think that maybe this could, hopefully, if there was a, if there's enough uh, surgeons, maybe they could finish or tie something up with? Uh, oh, Amazon Prime, can you pick this up? Oh, you did that with the Expanse. Can you pick this one up and finish <laughs> up the season? I did read a lot of rumors speculating that they were going to get a season four on a different platform, but that that was all up in the air. But I mean, there's a lot of pull for it. I'll tell you that much. Well, started change.org petition. And then see if you can make that happen. Kickstarter. It's really a great show. <laughs> and really, when you take a look at the, the arcs of all the seasons, this very much looks like how the show goes. Like, the show started in a certain way, and this this whole pilgrim and this whole thing, you didn't expect it to go this way at all. I mean, some of the characters from seasons one and two aren't even there anymore. But... Yeah, it's, it, you know, when you think of a series finale, they wrap it up with a bow. You know, maybe there's some mystery about what their lives are going to be like, but you wouldn't have the main character not be the special one. He wasn't. He got his ass kicked and he got killed by, yeah. by the bad guy. <laughs> you know, and you it, it wasn't until the end that you thought, oh, okay, I guess this is where his power comes into play. But they've been hinting all season, he's the chosen one. He gets his, he's going to be the most powerful of all the gifted. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm like, no, it actually took uh, two other people to help beat the bad guy, and it wasn't even really him. It's sort of like they gave him the kill in the end, but really, without the other two people, he would... And it's just like, uh, this is it? Mm. So, yeah, 
F off, America. <laughs> Into the Badlands deserved better than what it got. I hope it gets picked up for a fourth season somewhere. I really do. I feel you. And that actually kind of leads into the show that I got back into watching um, because it makes me worried because it was canceled after this season as well. And I'm talking about the Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Drew Barrymore plays Sheila. Timothy Oliphant plays Joel. And they're a suburban real estate agents uh, in Santa Clarita, California. They face a series of obstacles when... S- Sheila basically turns into a a zombie from clams. Uh, all of these That's things, a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones where yeah. I, you don't know how it's going to work out. They determine what happens in the first two seasons, and this is kind of dealing with all of that and having through their own trials and tribulations. I really love the show because the writing is very fast, very smart. Um, Timothy Oliphant and both Drew Barrymore are – it's this weird juxtaposition of being this very happy suburbanite couple and then also being murderers. Because yeah, you have to very kill odd. people to eat them. So it almost gets into a Dexter type thing where literally having like the Visqueen on the walls oh. and stuff like that <laughs> oh. in order to like, oh, we're going to bring you into our murder room and uh, we're going to kill you and eat you and store you later. I just had the image of that plastic. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. Yeah. And that's it. Like at least uh, I hope they don't. They pick bad people to eat. At least. And that's what they decided to do, because, yeah, uh, Sheila is really she's run by her id at this point, which means it's all impulsive. And I'm going to do this and I, it won't stop me from doing any of these things but also I love flesh I have to eat people Um, and so it gets into that and they're just doing all of these crazy fun things Fun things. I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> know. It's fun. But yeah. going through all these trials and tribulations, and then they figure out exactly maybe we should kind of kill bad people. So they ended the last season by killing a bunch of, they started killing Nazis because they. Okay. Well, yeah, we can all agree like, on that. Yeah, actual Nazis. So it's kind of entertaining on that. And now it's getting into the point now with this third season. Uh, a cop finds out about it at the end of the second season oh, boy. when they d- destroyed the clam farm. You know what happened to Dokes when he found out on uh, Dexter? It uh, didn't wh- go well for him. Well, well, here's the interesting part. When the cop finds out about it, well, she's also very a very devout Catholic. And so she thinks that Sheila is sent from God to kill people. They don't mm. mention to her that she uh, uh, eats them. So that's kind of a, <laughs> a thing that they're keeping from her. But uh, she's yeah. like a complete like dev- devotee of Sheila's, thinking that she is basically the hand of God killing bad people. And they definitely identify her as a Catholic? I, I guess. Oh, wow. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And uh, it, that might be a little bit of a shot towards the Catholic religion. Yeah, they, they got other issues right now. I don't think yeah. they're going to necessarily a, worry about a Netflix show. As a recovering Catholic, I think it's fine. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah, writers yeah, yeah. decided to target, you know, the, like give, make her a Catholic. And so it's pretty entertaining on just the terms of watching them deal with that and the fact that she is very devoted and uh, sometimes it gets into a little bit of a hairy spot. Uh, it's 10 episodes. I am on episode three right now. Oh, I was just going to ask you how it ends, so you don't know. I don't know yet. And that's what makes last season. And that's what makes me so worried about it, because it was canceled. Uh, it was it released in March, at the end of March, but it was canceled in April. Yes. So I don't know what, like, maybe Netflix didn't get the big bump of everyone wanting to watch it, like, right away, because yeah. I forgot about it. There was a lot of other stuff happening in March and April. What are the chances that they knew they were going to cancel <laughs> so that they could do the kind of season to wrap everything up, and Netflix was able to keep that news under wraps? I <sighs> think very the small chance. Exactly, and that's what I'm thinking, too. I don't think this is going to happen, so I, I might get oh, it into sorry, the Badlands buddy moment at the end of this. I don't know yet, um, but I'm still saying like if you love funny 
heartwarming yet very very gory shows like this uh watch it the episodes are only a half hour long you can binge it if you want to pretty easily yeah it's a fun little show yeah it, yeah it really it, it really is i watched a few episodes to begin my wife and i and i thought they'd be a show that we both would get into but she was kind of like eh. it's a bit gory yeah. it's a bit excessive and it's yeah. and that's part of the thing that just makes me cackle a lot of the times but timothy oliphant i'll almost watch anything he's in what well, listening and you almost forget that this is a netflix show which means they can swear because mm-hmm. There are, there's definitely swearing, but when they're like having this really these fun kind of heartwarming moments, and then it's like, oh yeah, we have to deal with this f, and it's just like swearing and just out of this like positivity, like a half second before is very entertaining. Plus, uh, I will have to say that Timothy Oliphant has the best hair in television that oh, I've ever he? seen on uh, this one. All right, he looks hmm. really good for uh, for an older man. Uh, sorry, when you were talking about like you know Hulu and or excuse me not Hulu Netflix, I was thinking. I feel like they're canceling a lot of shows and they probably shouldn't be because they got rid of all the Marvel shows. Oh, well, that's because you know, the Disney because Plus Because the stuff. Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Did you guys hear recently that the Hulu announced they're doing a Ghost Rider series? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about that with Gareth yes. a little while back. So apparently they're also doing like Howard, animated Howard the Duck, oh. Tigra and Dazzler, Modoc, Hitmonkey, The Offenders. Oh, whoa. I mean, they're obviously doing another Runaways and Hellstorm. A lot of people are thinking... Um, that a live action Moon Knight and Blade shows are coming up as well. Yeah. So we're wondering if we're going to hopefully see a lot of those Netflix shows moving over to Hulu instead. And like, that, I know that's just like another thing. Disney owns a pretty large stake in Hulu. Oh, they do. And it looks like, I was talking uh, when we were talking with Gareth previously, it looks like they're going to have on the Disney Plus app a lot of the animated stuff that uh-huh. Vicky was talking about. And like the Ghost Rider, the Hellstorm, and like Runaways and stuff will stay on the more adult-oriented Hulu. Oh, so there's a bit of a separation on so that point. So when is Disney buying Hulu? Like, let's just put it out there. Well, I mean, they have a pretty large stake. I don't think yeah. they need to outright buy them. Hulu's- I mean, they buy everything else. <laughs> Hulu is crazy. They're, they've done a bunch of money into getting live sports, too, because I see those really? ads all day on TNT. Wow. Like all the big name stars right now are like, oh, don't forget, like Hulu's going to have live sports soon. But wow. that being said, though, with how Netflix is canceling these shows, not only the Marvel and ones. their prices. Yeah, and Santa Clara Di- Clarita Diet, I have a prediction. Ooh, what's this that? It's just me. I think they're going to go the way of Blockbuster. They're going to become irrelevant because everyone else is stepping up their game and they're not. Maybe. Well, it's because they can't. Yeah. Every, I mean, they don't create the material themselves, at least not right now anyway. They, they're they going to have to be like HBO. They're going to have to figure out how to create compelling enough comp, con, you know, content and, to stay in business like yeah. HBO does because and, they used everybody else's stuff. I mean, they did, but they do have quite a bit of content of their own movies. And but they're canceling a lot of they're them. They're canceling a lot of them. So I'm thinking, do you think you have better stuff coming out or are you just being stupid? But their money makers are just yeah. like, like Friends reruns. Yeah, and they're and office. Yeah, yeah their two most popular ones were Friends in the Office and they have so, to put out so much money for stuff they don't have. And NBC's going to be putting out their own streaming app because, yep. yeah. well, those things are well, popular. Uh, well, and I, doesn't NBC and Universal own Hulu too? Aren't they a big part of Hulu? I I don't know. I thought NBC Universal. So if Disney, NBC Universal are all part of Hulu, like you say, oh my gosh, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently, the parent company of Hulu is uh, the Walt Disney Company. So I'm a little late to that Wait, party. The yeah, parent company. That's what it says. Parent organization, the Walt oh, Disney Company. I thought they only had like a uh, like a majority, not even when a majority stake. But it says Hulu is owned by uh, Hulu LLC, which is jointly owned by the Walt Disney Company and Comcast. Okay, so those two both own. Well, 
Comcast owns NBC and Universal, I thought. Yeah. Oh. I nice. thought they did. Check that out. I, yeah. I thought for sure they did. <laughs> it's crazy because you read the description of who owns them, and it's a bunch of big companies that all got bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so they're all sharing a percentage of Hulu, essentially. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. We'll, and we'll right. soon be the United States of Disney anyway, so <laughs> yes. don't worry NBC about it. NBC is owned by... Uh, Wholly owned subsidiary, subsidiary. Thank you of Comcast Corporation. <laughs> okay, so wow. Universal Pictures, Disney Pictures, 20th Century Fox Pictures, NBC Television, which means that you've got the sports right there, Joe. They also have Fox, which means if Fox Sports decides to, yeah. I mean, they run Fox stuff. I don't, you know, they, well, yeah, mm-hmm. they do because it's 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Hulu is going to be insane. Yeah, Netflix is going to have to go. Netflix All right, is going to die. We're going or they got to be HBO. Yeah. And they're just well, over as soon as they I'm not dead yet. The funny thing about Netflix is it doesn't cost that much to keep their app going. And if they create their own content like they have been with their own original shows and they do well like House of Cards and stuff like that, they'll probably be okay. But just they got to drop their prices because yeah. if they don't drop their prices, but they just raise people might prices. just go F with Netflix. I'll just go to these. Like, you're yeah. going to make it like if Hulu is what I have to bring back to the party, I don't right now. Mm-hmm. But if Hulu becomes what Netflix has been. Yeah. Which is all these original shows that I want to get in the Disney app I have to get. I might have to say goodbye to Netflix if you can believe and that. Hulu is partnering with so many things like Spotify. If you have a Spotify account, you can get Hulu. I mean, it's the really? Hulu with, Come commercial, on it's with commercials. Oh, okay. But I mean, if you don't mind the commercials, I do. Because sometimes I like it. I have my own premium Hulu. I like <laughs> it because it reminds me like I'm a kid. I'm like, crap, I have. Two minutes to pee and go grab a snack. Let's go. You can literally pause it, Vicky. No, I have to race against the clock. Dude, that is trippy to think that Vicky could be right, that Netflix could be I, the blockbuster just, of I could see uh, it, it yeah. was hearing, hearing him talk about Santa Clara, Clarita yeah. diet is just kind of what sparked it. Uh, moving on from that, you guys have been watching, you guys by BJ and Vicky have been watching Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. yes. Are you still interested? You know what? Okay. I, I say I don't want to be. And I was actually going to speed through a couple of episodes, and then I they, they catch me. There's something about this show that makes me interested again, even when I'm about done with it. They did it last year. They've done it again this year. And I think this episode really helped because uh, we are on episode six. This is, or I mean, technically, we haven't watched episode seven as of the time of this recording. Uh, episode six, B-Sides, was the last one that we saw. The one before it, episode five, I was like, okay, like, I don't really understand what's going on or know if I care anymore. So they've run into somebody who's got a power. Yeah, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, what are we watching? Why? What is this whole, like, is this some sort of metaphorical, <laughs> weird BS that we're seeing Tandy's life played through these records, like the actual vinyl records? No. It's like bits, of, like every time a new one's played, we see what could have been or what was. I'm like, I don't get what the hell this means. And then in this episode, it's like, oh, it's some guy's superpower. Yeah, and he's kind of like a he's kind of like a vampire. He's sort of like an emotional kind of vampire. But, and okay. Technically, of, they are too. Um, yeah, but they don't need to live off people no. like he does. He definitely. Oh, and so it's also about human trafficking. And so there's a human trafficking of girls that this guy basically lives off of their emotional energy. And it's mostly a great, they're, mostly that there's their what is it their distress. Yeah, really. Yeah, like their that. pain and whatever. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's a great, it's really great because at the end of each episode, they talk about, hey, human trafficking is a thing and we need to stop this and they give you hotlines and everything, which I think, no doubt about it, is a thing and Absolutely. I'm glad somebody's bringing attention to it. But it, 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 you know, just when I want to go, I'm done with these guys, somehow they bring <laughs> they me back in. back I in. Can't, yeah. I, I want to see them partner up with the Runaways because I think it'd be very, very interesting to watch just yeah. the two different sides. This is actually a very beautiful show in its own way. 
Yeah, the way it's they just shoot things. slow at times. Yeah. Probably because it's released weekly. If you could binge watch, it wouldn't be so bad. Like with, with some other shows that are slow, if you binge watch, you get all the action you want because yeah. you get to choose. We have to wait week to week with this. So what mm-hmm. I find myself doing is waiting like, I, I'll, I'll keep two or three episodes in the hopper. Then at least I get all three Interesting. in a row. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I accidentally did too because I totally forgot it came on and then I forgot <laughs> to watch it for a couple weeks. So last week when I was sick... I just binged it all in a day. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> so it was like four, or I watched the five episodes in one day. And by the way, it's another show that's not on Netflix. This is on the Freeform mm-hmm. Network, which is ABC, Disney, part of their whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I, can you watch it on Hulu? I, I think, think you, you can. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, now we know why you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So, but it, it is, yeah. a, uh, some of their episodes, I will admit, I call them a Netf- or, uh, texting episodes. The where you oh, can where watch just them. in the background. You yeah. have it in the background. You can be a play on your phone, send a couple texts, and you're not missing too much. But she's developing more powers. Mm-hmm. Like, she's able to throw force balls, and he actually yeah. is bringing people into his cloak, where basically, even though uh, it's not his cloak really yet, yeah. uh, but he's bringing him into basically that shroud his land. Darkness. His yeah, dark yeah, yeah. land. And so that's kind of cool to see. Interesting. Yeah. And I, forget um, what, I know there's a word for his that world, and I, because of the comics, but yeah. I don't remember what it was called. It's called Oh My God Town. <laughs> so you're still down with it, just kind of binging it. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. Nice. I'm caught up, so I can't say no, even though I would tell you I'm done with this show. Next thing I know, I'm watching three in a row. <laughs> um, quickly, uh, you talked about watching Weird City before. Are you still uh, into that? It's actually just six episodes. 30, oh, yeah, okay. 30 minutes long. Um, look, if you love Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone, which, by the way, uh, I haven't talked a lot about that, but it, they, they dropped a new episode last Thursday. Okay. Uh, but there was this episode about a bunch of people going to Mars, which was really good. Really? It reminded me of the old Twilight Zone. It was wow. pretty awesome. Uh, but Jordan Peele also is a co-person that does uh, Weird City. Uh, they've got a lot of fun people. Stephen Wynn, of course, Glenn from The Walking Dead was in an episode. Yeah. Along with, um, I think it's Hannah Simone who played a new girl as Schmidt's girlfriend, you know, oh, the, the, yeah, the really yeah. the bombshell. Um, so many great people. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown was actually in the last episode of Weird City. Nice. It's a great concept. Uh, LeVar Burton runs through the whole thing and uh, they ended it in a very bizarre way and I don't know what the hell is going on to be honest with you. Maybe somebody <laughs> explain it to me but this last episode was about sitcom or not sitcom but basically TV show characters that become aware that they're TV show characters. Oh, so the fourth wall's brought down. But in the, but they don't know what the hell's going on because they're they literally they're not the actors, but they're the characters, and they realize. Oh. So it's like they're characters that come to life and go, wait a minute, what the hell are we doing? What is going on? What's that? like? Oh, is it like someone's writing our lines and someone's doing the, what the hell's going on? It's the weirdest concept. It's not the actors speaking, but it's the characters that they play that become wow. aware. Wow. So that was an interesting. Co- uh, uh, so there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff that goes on in Weird City. Makes sense when yeah. it's called Weird City. It's a very well done. <laughs> here's the problem. It's on YouTube uh, oh, Premium. Oh, the Premium. Yeah. So sorry, between guys. that and Karate Kid, there you go. You got your two shows that oh, you can and, uh, run yeah. with that. And there was another one, which I forgot the name of the show, but it's basically the old uh, Jumper, but done better. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. you talking about that previously. Impulse. Yeah, Impulse. And that should be coming back soon. That's That oh. in itself is worth getting YouTube Premium. That's maybe, such a great yeah. There, maybe you go. You get your month, and then uh, you just binge watch everything, and then you can Netflix is in trouble, dude. I mean, you got YouTube Premium doing shows everybody uh, everybody's doing shows and Cloak and Dagger by the way it's called the Dark Force Dimension the Dark Force yeah that's a thing I just Um, wanted to call it it was bugging me but yeah so Weird City is definitely worth a check out Twilight Zone on the CBS All Access app I really love it (laughs) yeah I know and you know CBS is making you do it but uh, Jordan Peele I think knocks it out of the park as the host of the Twilight Zone which some people give him a hard time and I go 
why? He's doing a great job of it. But he's not Rod Serling. And by the way, the people are complaining. People don't even know who the hell Rod Serling is anymore. But, <laughs> but Jordan Peele is definitely giving you that weird. He's the king of weird right now. Dude, and it's interesting, too, because I've, I just went back and I've watched a couple of Key and Peele, which is supposed to be sketch comedy. There's some legit horror going on with what he was doing. Yeah. And so you see those little bits of the marks of those. And then you st- see stuff like Us and Get Out. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's really into that stuff. And it just makes me happy to see all yeah. of these things. Well, I'm happy with what he's doing with Twilight Zone. And uh, again, man, I just love that the stuff I love is getting treated well and they're spending money on it. So yeah. you're getting to see some good stuff. Absolutely. Well, now it is time for The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what do you got for us? Memes. Oh, okay, so meme queen. I always send myself the memes I want to talk about. Uh, well, it's a good thing because I wouldn't read them if you sent them to me. No, I don't, I don't send you anything for a reason. <laughs> yep. So I went through and I found all the ones that I haven't talked about or I think I haven't talked about. And I printed them out. You printed out memes. Front She's a back. big girl now. Front oh my that God. That is like a stack of memes. That's like yes. an old person thing. Yeah, it is. I made the printout of these. It, more or less so I know which ones I hadn't done. I look through them. I am more a meme full filing cabinet. I do. I used to have like meme folders on my computer and then I I realized that, that was crazy. My iPhone ran out of batteries the other day, and I printed out Google Map Quest thing uh-huh. on a sheet of paper. And my friend looked at me when I got in the car, and he goes, "What in the hell is that? <laughs> like, These are my directions, man. Going old school, baby. Yeah. Kill some trees, there, Vicky. <laughs> Map Quest. Do not care. So uh, totally worth it. <laughs> what do you have? It looks so ridiculous. <laughs> some of these, I'm like. <laughs> What do these even mean? <laughs> now some of these I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I love. Now I realize she can't actually talk about them. What? <laughs> no. Me. So do you think Chewbacca has pecs or a trail of tiny teats like a piglet? Uber driver, why the hell did you sit in the front? Oh, my God. <laughs> but then well, you do wonder, like, what's his situation like see, under that fur? Yeah, I don't need to worry about that. And I yet do. now I'm thinking about that. Is Chewbacca always naked? Um, and what's his situation? Well, he's got his is bandolier. He, is he human or is he more like a dog? Uh, anyway, oh, you mean? Uh, oh, don't be, but don't be using your finger to describe uh, the Chewbacca uh, wand. Uh, don't pantomime that question. <laughs> oh dear, right. he looks like uh, he looks like whatever Doctor Evil's cat, doesn't he? When he shaved. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot of Wookiee. All right, how about this one? Uh, so this one was actually a tweet, and I think it's very uh, fitting because we did get that new uh, doc. What is not documentary? The uh, Zac Efron. Oh, uh, Ted, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy story. Yeah. It's like, I'm looking for a smart, passionate, goal-oriented man who sees my outward beauty but really wants to know me from the inside. Someone who knows what they want and goes out and gets it no matter what. I'm looking for a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. I mean. <laughs> oh, mm. Meets all the requirements. Mm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, and this is, uh, it's, it's, when you're trying to explain Game of Thrones, like all the different characters and what they mean to each other, I think Good this, luck per- to you. this person figured yeah, right. it out. And it's Jamie talking. It says, this is my girlfriend, Brienne. And this is her boyfriend, Tormund. And that's also Tormund's boyfriend, the Hound, who is also Brienne's co-partner to their murder child, Arya. Yeah. That's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follows. I follow and that. He's not wrong. <laughs> and then uh, I know we talked uh, Endgame the other day, and this is technically a spoiler for Endgame, but obscure enough that I don't think it makes a difference. People have asked me what my favorite part was, and it was Hulk giving Ant-Man a taco. It warmed the cockles of my heart. <laughs> that is a great scene. It was. It was That's really a fun scene. And it was one of those things that kind of grounded the ridiculousness of everything that's going on. It's the one superhero who, well, I mean, there's a couple of them that have just based off of science, and then suddenly a giant green man very nicely gives some tacos right. to Ant-Man as aliens buddy. come in from a spaceship from way outer space, and you're like... 
Is this my life? All right. I guess I have to accept this now. How many tacos do you think the Hulk can eat? Oh, you saw what he had for lunch. All of them. Like, right? He only had a couple. I'm like, that guy's going to need at least two more 12 packs. Could you see the pancakes next? See, I paid attention to that scene because I totally missed the food. But seeing it for a second time, the pancakes, oh my God. I'm like, I want to be the Hulk and eat whatever I want. Could you imagine just literally like an all-you-can-eat buffet and then you see Professor Hulk showing up and you're like, no, 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 no. Fun fact about that scene, they actually hired the Dwayne The Rock Johnson to come in on a cheat day and actually eat for the camera. Good call. <laughs> That's yeah. not real, guys. Um, um, uh, and by the way, the expressions on, uh, the, the, they did a great job with the CGI and the motion capture yeah. for Professor Hulk's face. It really looked it, like Mark Ruffalo, yeah. and you knew it wasn't. Uh, it's sometimes tough when you spend so much time on a CGI character. You, you kind of go, oh, something about the eyes sometimes just doesn't quite, you yeah. feel like there's not somebody alive there. But boy, they did a really Really good job. I mean, of all the things we talked about, the Avengers obviously last Friday, that one I didn't really hammer home as much. They did a really good job with Professor Hulk. Yeah, they do a lot of the whole like pinpoint, like doing all those little dots on their face, and they motion capture the way he talks, how he would do things. And I know they actually did the same thing with Benedict Cumberbatch in uh, the Desolation of Smog. So even though he was a dragon, they still kind of captured his facial expression so they can get an idea of how yeah. the dragon would move, even though there's no dragons. And but for I Josh Brolin, who by the way, again, just again, we can't say mm-hmm. it enough. He really killed it. As Thanos in the mm-hmm. second and in, in, in Endgame as well. He really, yeah, he did. really did. He really killed yeah, it. He did. Yeah. Uh, but as we're talking about villains, here's yes. a really in, an awesome inspirational quote. Yes. Be the villain you were born to be. Yep. Stop waiting for someone to come along and corrupt you. Yep. Succumb to the darkness yourself. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. wait to fall in a vat of uh, acid. Just do it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jeremiah was out of his mind before, which I do like that, you know, he was out of his mind before the acid. Yeah. Cue the uh, creepy emperor laugh now. Speaking of which. I know he's going to be back, and that actor's still alive. Sort of form. Yeah, I know that's an interesting point. I mean, it's uh, Ian McDermott. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was a young man, but they made him dressed up. He made him look like an old man, which is so cool that George Lucas did one thing right—that he would be alive for pretty much every <laughs> damn movie that he'd ever wanted. Somehow, make. the foresight. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that he was a young man until I saw him in episodes one through three. Or the uh, force sight. Yes, there you go. Uh, oh, this force is strong at this one. <laughs> we'll keep our eyes on you, young one. Is there anything, uh, by the way, BJ, you have two kids and you are a huge nerd yourself. Is there anything you kind of taught them as a kid? And I'll let you think about it because I'll read this. Okay. Uh, it says, my daughter is eight now, but when she was two, I taught her to say behold instead of look. <laughs> so we'd be oh. at the store or something and she'd go to point out whatever damn thing she saw and she'd be like, Daddy, behold. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's awesome. That's why you have kids. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, with Joey, uh, I taught I, I taught him, I taught Joey how to be a very bad winner. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, the S talking when he can't oh, even read yeah. his magical cards and is wrecking his opponent. Dude, it was, I mean, yeah, it, it was, it basically, it was showing magic players uh, in, the, <laughs> in, in the early 90s what their future was going to be when these kids grew up and basically just pot odds to every damn game. <laughs> All right, and I want to read one more. Okay. So, story idea. The most wanted woman in town has announced that she'll only marry the one who can open her front door. Pardon me? Excuse me? With the key around her cat's neck. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds like a euphemism. Oh, that is, you absolutely. So many men try to hunt the cat down, mm-hmm. chase and trap it, but yeah. to no avail because the cat is simply too quick, smart, and clever, and always finds a way to evade and avoid them. Mm-hmm. So you are the first one to figure out the obvious. Huh. You don't chase the cat. 
The cat is befriendable. Get the cat to trust you, to genuinely enjoy your company, and you can hang out with the cat. And you may eventually be allowed to touch the cat. And the cat will freely let you take the key. What are we talking about? No, it's a, it's a, it's a story idea. Secondary <laughs> plot twist. The woman is a shapeshifter and she is the cat. And someone says, uh, that's some le- legit fairy tale level S right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. and there's definitely a double meaning to that entire yeah. Is it weird that the pervert here of the group didn't think about that? Uh, yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it is kind so of. So you guys like are all perverted to me today. Uh, yeah. I would have snipered the cat and that means... <laughs> that's just rude. I would have. I mean, that's the way to get what you need. I would not stand for this. That would suck, though, if all of a sudden it turned into the lady I was going for, like, don't! Yeah, Sorry you're about an that, idiot. Yep. Well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy. <laughs>